Hey, I got what you need. Is it good? Oh man, that's the best shit around. That's the Apple rabbit test. Dude, rabbit test? I need a COVID test. I'm not pregnant. Hey, you, you know what I mean? Rabbit, goddamn it, rabbit. Where'd you get it, if you don't mind me asking? Oh, man, off a back of running truck outside the nursing hall. What no employees around. I got tons of these shits. How much? Uh, for you, special price, $35. $35? Hey, hey, look, man, that's cheaper than what the fuck Mayor Duggan is paying. Yeah, that is true, man. Deuces. All right, thanks, man. Hey, by the way, man, you know you got a hair all over your mask? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was petting my wife, Big Pussy. She got a calico name, Big Pussy. Peace. <laughs> Just did breaking news. Double or bullshit. Double or bullshit. No bullshit. There you go, bitch. Right there. Right there. Look at that. Look at that. Tell your wife I'm negative. I'm negative. All healthy. You're going to bring nothing home to the babies. I'm all best things for you. I was very concerned. It was all my thoughts and prayers, right? Oh, thanks. Will you sign it for me? I'll sell it on eBay. What up, Red? What up, Oh, big. What up, though? Big, big, big. Where's my headphones? <laughs> this is a big freaking show. Share, share, share. Tune in. That's right. Don't be clicking this on Facebook and hanging up. It's here. It's here. The state has been lying to you. The deaths in the nursing homes are wildly higher than what they told you. You know, as the family here, whatever your political persuasion, we want truth. They lied. We have it. This basement's now ground zero for the big national story. Somebody's got to go. All right. You know, joining us will be chairman of the House Oversight Committee, Steve Johnson. Also, the city of Detroit is lying to you. They're lying to you about the contracts. They're lying to you about the demolitions. And they're lying to you about the murder rate. We have that. Okay, guess what, Facebook? No. We follow the community standards. Today's the day. This is the place where the truth was spoken. That corporate lamestream media went along with it all, misled us. We're telling the truth. Thank you for being part of it. Who else is lying to us? Supreme Court's lying to us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're gaslighting us, pretending they didn't say stuff that they said, and then they're changing the official record. We got it. Oh, we got it. <laughs> huh? Right, left, center. Don't matter to me. Huh? Okay, and finally, who does matter to me? Who? Guys like Dave. Yeah. Good Dave the Dave. garbage man, right? Bruno the blackjack dealer, Debbie the nurse, you're my people. We are America. Never forget it, stay together, you don't have to agree on stuff. That's how it used to be. 
Yeah. Where you could talk. Talk. And don't. Listen. Yes. Too much talking, not enough listening. And don't trick yourself. Just just to stay within the lane of the side you pick. Mm-hmm. Don't. Don't let this be Orwellian. Mm-hmm. Know what you know. Stick by it. Be strong. Do what your your dad taught you. When you have new data, you're allowed to change your mind. And I, my dad didn't teach me. I had three of them. It's all respect to mom. <laughs> she did a hell of a job. She did. Yes, she did. All right, listen. We're going to get to this nursing home scandal. But first, I just want to uh, pick through these papers here. Quite the pile of papers. Yeah, and let you know... That this very important broadcast brought to you by ADR Consultants, the one you call when you need to get something done right, on time and on budget, and had you called them, you might have counted these fucking nursing home deaths properly, (laughs) and we would have made the right public decisions, the things that were best for all of us, but you didn't call ADR. You know what you did? You hid. If you had called ADR, you could have got IT help. Yeah. What other kind of They're real good at that. You know what else? If you couldn't find HVAC systems to filter the air in the nursing homes, they could have procured them for you. Because you know when Detroit flooded and Gross Points flooded and they pretended it was the flood of the century, it wasn't that. (laughs) But nobody could get a hot water heater. ADR can do all of that and more. Very good friends of the show. They're honest, they're ethical, they're smart, and they're discreet. And you can call them at 248-318-9424. That's Barry Ellentuck. Get it done on time, get it done right, and get it done on budget. You writing this down, Steve? I'm writing it down. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Barry Ellentuck, 248-318-9424. Kill the music. I saw his hand moving. Here. Look at this. Steve looks like he's in a lineup. <laughs> he looks like, he, he's like he's, they're going to like release him from Alcatraz. He didn't do it. No, nobody did it. That's no distractions. <laughs> All right. Okay. Enough joking. This is this is big. Steve Johnson, Republican from Allegan County, West Side of Michigan. He's the chairman of the State House Oversight Committee. Steve, what's the news? So, if you remember, you—I mean—you've been working on this nursing home death thing from the very beginning, and you flagged some issues, saying, you know, I don't think this is a full count. When we asked, you know, all right, how many people died in nursing homes because of the governor's order to place COVID-positive patients into these nursing homes, and the department gives us this number, and they try to act like that's the accurate number. Well, as we started looking into it, we realized they were only giving us the nursing homes that were required to self-report. Well, her orders apply to all the nursing homes, not just a select few. So we, if you remember our friends at the Mackinac Center, they were also very instrumental in this. And they were willing to go and do a better accounting. But we knew, hey, the Mackinac Center, they're a, a right-leaning group. If they come up with a number, the administration is going to say, oh, you can't trust them. So we tasked the, the nonpartisan independent auditor general to do their own report. It took over half a year to do this, incredibly thorough. And what they found is that their numbers of those that died in nursing homes because of COVID is 42% higher than what the Whitmer administration told the people in Michigan. The nursing home deaths are 42% higher than the state is telling the public. And they knew. They knew that their number was low. They knew for a fact that they were not counting all the facilities. Now, they didn't break any laws that we can tell because only those certain facilities are required to report, but they were misleading the public. 
because they've conveniently left out the vast majority of facilities out there. All right. Now, the facilities that have to report, they're the larger ones out there. But most facilities, they don't report. And once again, the ones that do report, it's all self-reporting. The department never actually verified their numbers. They just took them at face value. They did absolutely no work to actually see the cost of Governor Whitmer's decision to place COVID positive patients into nursing homes. It was a deadly decision. The numbers they gave us did not tell the full story. And now we have it. And the Auditor General shows it's 42% higher than the people in Michigan who were initially told. It really seems like they're starting to split hairs because of the definition of nursing homes or long. I always forget. You've explained it before, Charlie. Let me, let me do this as I know. First of all, here's what's important. The, the report is not public yet. It's not finished, right? The Auditor General, who looked into unemployment, remember that fiasco? Yes. Everything. He's charged with doing the numbers. He found out that it's 42% higher, that three out of every 10 bodies disappeared from the count. I've never seen it, but the Whitmer administration and the, the head of Health and Human Services is out there on a preemptive strike calling this data some kind of partisan hit job. One, that's bullshit. I've never heard of it. Number two, you've got nursing homes, uh, skilled nursing facilities as, as measured by Medicaid and Medicare. Okay. <laughs> right. You've got homes for the aged. You've got adult foster care homes. You've got big ones and you've got little ones. The state told us they're doing the skilled nursing facilities and the homes for the aged and the adult foster care with 13 or more people. They didn't even bother counting the houses with 12 or less. Well, we now know there's a, I don't even know the specific number yet. There's a ton in the houses you weren't even counting because you were lazy. Yeah. What was the excuse, Steve? Because you, you you hauled them up in front of the oversight committee. Why didn't they count those little houses? They, start, they actually started to, and then they said, wow, that's just too much work for us to do. All right, so the bureaucrats had enough time to try to tell us how to live our lives to say, hey, you can't go buy paint at a grocery store. You can't go mow someone else's lawn. They had time to shut down restaurants, but apparently they don't have enough time to actually count the number of people that died in nursing homes because of the governor's order. How convenient. Now watch it. Mark's making a face, but we do this because look here, bro. Let me say this. I'm sorry. I agree now. We decided, no, we're going to do this because we're friends mm -hmm. and everybody listening. We're not all on the same side of things. We rent the fabric of society. We ruin the value of money. Businesses are closed forever. Oh. Jesus Christ himself lost on this because people don't go to church. My kid lost a year in school. And the whole thing was for what? To protect the vulnerable. Sure. To stop death. And we did exactly the opposite because we know ground zero are the nursing homes. Yep. And we weren't counting them. And we told them, yeah, I'm pissed. I was shaking my head at the fact that um, I don't think they made this decision to do one and just stop counting it because they could have done both. They could have preached these rules to people and counted appropriately. That's 100. Was, okay, that's, that's fair. All, that's all I was shaking my head at. That's fair. I'm, I'm sorry, Steve. It just sounded a little like a, a political answer. You're a, That's good to say. That's not a political that's all I, that's why I was Steve probably believes what he said. You believe what it, you it's said, a Steve. Fair, it's a fair response. But if you're going to come and tell me, well, it was just too much work to do. Well, man, you had enough time to do all this other Agreed. stuff that I think was completely pointless. Uh, how about you prioritize? Look, I'm fine if you think you can do both, uh, but they couldn't do both. And if you're going to side between shutting down a store 
or actually counting the number of people dying because sure. of these orders, I would side on actually getting good data and good facts so that we can actually figure out things going forward. Yeah. Now to finish the point, so they didn't count the little homes, but they counted all the rest that I just enumerated. Yeah. They didn't get that number right. That number's off 25%. If you just did the nursing homes, you know, all of these things we as regular people call nursing homes, but there are very specific, you know, bureaucratic shits. If you just want to do the nursing home, 448 of those, you got that wrong. Absolutely. And that's where, you know, they're trying to say this 42% number, well, you know, this is including facilities that we don't count which is absurd because her order included all the facilities, but let's just give them that and say, all right, let's take those out. You're right. It's still 25% higher because these facilities that were self-reporting didn't actually give them the full information. Now we have to look into see why that's the case. But the one thing we do know is the administration did not lift a finger to actually get the actual, the accurate number. They just relied on these facilities that were self-reporting and they took it as gospel truth and then they presented it to the people in Michigan saying, here are the numbers. And they had to have known it was probably higher. And now you're seeing this unprecedented step of the department going out before the report is released and trying to call into question the integrity of the auditor general's office. It's shameless what they're doing right That's now. That's what Cuomo did to his own attorney general. You all just watch this because I want to make a bigger point here. Speaking of Cuomo, and we all know. Y'all been watching this program from, from the day it started? We all know a Whitmer copy Cuomo on Carb, this. Carbon copy. Like it's, it's like within 48 hours, he does something, she does yep. something. Mm -hmm. It's important to say this. Michigan didn't lie about its nursing home numbers because Michigan never bothered to keep it. Cuomo lied because they actually kept it and kept it from the public. In early May of 2020, Cuomo decided to stop commingling infected, sick, elderly people with healthy elderly people because the numbers were piling up. Two weeks later, Whitmer doubled down on the practice. I was shocked. That's when I started coming. Okay. She promised us then it was based on what, what was it, Steve? Science. Oh, Always data. the science and data. Always the science and data. Yeah, they never actually got the data. You never had the data. And now to rip, to rip the auditor general for supplying you with data, you're such a bum, you never got. Now, it was not impossible because I know that the auditor general brought in a bunch of hard drives, right? He brought in a bunch of experts. He took five different databases, crunched them, and did what me and Steve DeLee at the Mackinac Center said, just run run the deaths against the addresses. It's that simple. Right. Right. If they died at that address and it was COVID-related, then it was a COVID death. It's not that hard. We got sold out. I'm going to say it again. Call me a partisan, motherfucker. Call me one. I, I, I want to jump in and just say this. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, you're a partisan. Bookmark it. <laughs> right. <laughs> I say it. I voted for Rick Snyder, yeah. and I voted for Gretchen Whitmer. I voted for Ronald Reagan, and I voted for Barack Obama. What are you talking about? No, no. This is for the people. This is for you, your grandma. She not there anymore. This is for my baby. It's for your babies. We're, 
Go ahead. I'm upset now. Okay. Well, well, I wanted to say is it really don't matter what fucking party you represent when it's a, a worldwide pandemic. Every piece of data is crucial. So why wasn't you on your job from jump? This is something we never dealt with. And you purposely sit up and didn't collect every piece of data you could. I'm disappointed in that fact alone. You was lazy on the job from the outset. Uh, uh, Steve, do, do you have the report yet? I, I know they were, I think I'm aware that they were leaking its contents before you, the commissioning representative, even got a copy. Did you get a copy before they started leaking so, it? Yeah. So the department actually released their response. What happens when the auditor general does something, when they go to a department, they look them over, they write their report, they give the department that report and they say, hey, we're going to let you look at this and write a response because that's that's the nice thing to do. We're going to let you have your side here. And they knew, the department knew the report was going to be released on Monday. And they went ahead on Wednesday, they released their response. So they didn't release the report. They're just going to put their spin on the story before anyone has a chance to see it. And so I was getting calls before I had even seen it. Uh, the report Whoa. has now been presented to me. I've had a chance to, to delve through it. But I'm going to respect the Auditor General's wishes to keep it confidential until Monday. The department take, taking the unprecedented step of leaking their letter first. It just shows they know there's a big problem here, and they're not worried about saving lives. They're worried about their political futures, and that's why they're doing this right now. Is it bad? It's bad. I mean, you can already see the 42% number is bad. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and as you go mm. through and you look at the numbers, it's very, in my mind, it's shocking just how bad things were. We knew there would be an increase. I didn't think you'd be in the thousands. I was thinking maybe 100. Uh, this is quite significant. Wow. Thousands. Thousands. How hard is it to count a body? It's either there or it's not. You know, you know what? They must have got Mike Duggan's people to help him count. <laughs> you can make bodies disappear. <laughs> That's coming. Listen. Hey, Steve, uh, you, you say 42%. Report said 30. Like, what's the discrepancy there? So that's uh, that's a math question. Uh, it, it's it's depending out. on how you look at it. So let's say they initially reported five deaths and it was ten. You could say it's a fifty percent, uh, you know, it's fifty percent low or it's a hundred percent increase. So that's okay. kind of how it is. It's thirty percent underreported or it's a forty-two percent increase from what was reported. So let me it, try, let me try that. Steve. Let, let me let, let me slow that down a second. Here's here's what it goes, folks, because you're being spun. And to remind me to talk about the media's response here. Yes. What Steve's saying is this. They reported five deaths, okay? And it turns out the Auditor General finds out there's actually 10 deaths, okay? So that's double. Gotcha. That's a 100% increase. The, the true number is 100% higher. 10 is 100% higher than five. Double, yeah. Right. Yep. But five is 50% of 10. Yeah, right. So it's undercounted. By so it's, all, it's a, it's a yeah. game of percentage and proportion. It's important to say this. When you're hearing about New York, it's almost 50%, right? Mm. That's the undercount. Get what I'm saying? Right. The, the lower number sounds the, better. The number yeah. of new bodies they found it would be one third more. Gotcha. Mm. Right. So basically, the, three out of ten bodies weren't reported. Counted, yeah. When you put the three three bodies on the pile of seven, it's forty two percent higher. Something like that. Does that make sense? Everybody. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Everybody yeah. happy yeah. with that? Yeah. That's exactly what happened. Okay. So now, where's thirty coming from? Thirty. 30s coming from the administration calling in some hand-selected reporters to spin them. Now, I invited Madam 
director hotel to be here. There's her empty seat. They quote decline. Because you don't want to tangle with a mongoose because I know what I'm talking about. And I need to say this about the media. Everybody that watches this program knows I had to sue the state of Michigan to get any kind of data. Yep. Not one media outlet, and I called them personally, not one that joined me in this. Now they're all out there being called in, parading around a number they don't even understand. Who the fuck would write any story Without seeing it, without seeing the report, who would do that? So I'm going to say this. Whenever you see these boobs from this administration on TV defending this, be very suspicious, be skeptical of the personality or the reporter jotting it down. Because I want you all to dial back in your head and remember who was at these press conferences Right? Who's doing town halls? Nobody asked. Nope. The most basic question. Now I'm going to blow my own horn for a minute. <laughs> I love you so much. I care so much. You remember, I went out and collected bodies. Yes, you did. Home. Yes. You remember this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. In the height of the pandemic. This is very important to me because you're very important to me. And when I pass away, that'll be the end of that. All I really got is you. You're all the meaning of my life. And for anybody who suffered a loss, and I know because I'm up late at night talking to a lot of you, I'm sorry. And now, Steve, I mean, I'll... tell us what's in the report. What are the numbers? No, you're going to respect it. <laughs> Listen. I'm going to respect that. But okay. I, I want to touch on one thing real quick here. We had, so you have the, the obviously what we thought was a ridiculous decision to put a COVID positive patient into nursing homes, but you got to compound that with at the same time, they said family members, they did this for months and months, healthy family members were not allowed to go visit their loved ones in a nursing home. So you had people essentially in isolation. It was like solitary confinement for some of these people. You had people that died of a broken heart that were dying in despair because there was no loved ones around there. They had to see them through a Zoom screen which is absurd. How in the world could the administration get things so wrong that if you get COVID, they put you in the nursing home. If you're a healthy family member, you you do not get to see your family member. That right there to me is the worst part about this because we will never know how many people died because they're isolated and they lost hope. That well, you know, I mean, I struggle with that because I, I, I forgive me, people. I, I know, I know how much. You missed your loved ones. You wanted to see them. But I don't know what else we could have done. We were trying to save old people's lives. I can't argue with the isolation until I find out that you were putting sick people in there and then lying about who's dying. Yeah. That, that's all I, I Well, I, I want to jump in here and say this, and I'm, I'm speaking from factually knowing this. Some of the old practices with that is still in play. My father-in-law was just in the nursing home, and he's across the hall, and it's a plastic sheet running down the fucking middle of the hall. He thought it was they were doing construction. Actually, hmm. comes to find out that was their so-called quarantine and separation for COVID patients. So they're still practicing some of these practices from originally based off the data that was no good in the first fucking place. Steve? Yeah, I, I think right now our elderly are being treated just terribly right now. Um, 
they're it just over and over again, the elderly in Michigan are not getting the treatment they deserve. Um, they, they've been let down. I, I don't have a better way to say it. I, it's unfortunate. And I hope there's some changes coming soon because I would not want to have a loved one of mine in a nursing home right now. I just don't trust what's going on there. I don't think they're being treated the way they deserve to be. So Steve, you're a legislator um, and we know they lied. We know they messed up the numbers. So what can you do? So what you just said doesn't happen. I mean, what can you do? It's a good question. Uh, So we're going to have an oversight hearing on this, uh, this coming Thursday, Uh, the auditor general will come report. uh, They'll go through the numbers with us. We really need to get into the specifics, right? Right now we just have that top level number. We need to really dig down deep into those specifics and see if there's some policy changes that could occur going forward. I mean, hopefully at the very least, we don't ever have executive orders ever again placing uh, COVID positive or whatever disease in the future, placing something like that into a nursing home. So I don't know what the answer is from a legislative standpoint yet, but at the very least, we've got to have that discussion. Cut. And Cut. Here's what you do, bro. The budget ballooned with all this fake federal money from 60 billion to 70 billion and everybody's patting themselves on the ass we got it done no it's fake money we got how much we got left over from that covid money sitting in the bank eight billion about eight billion yeah. we, hey look at me huh, huh? look at me okay we got eight billski bro we don't know what to do with it i tell you what brother before because you're not running for re-election right I'm done. This is it. You're like, fuck it, man. This is a mess. Here's what you do. I want you to take this from the no bullshit news hour and our army and say, we want some of these Bilskis put in to these nursing homes because this was supposed to be COVID relief money. So let's fix them up. Let's put some HVACs in there. Let's get some real quarantine. Fuck the plastic. Yep. Give me a door that slides. How about that, Steve? Can you do that for us? Amen. I think it's a great idea. I I mean, that's a lot better than what we're doing right now. Should I run for governor? (laughs) You you do it. Go for it. (laughs) I'll tell you what, I know the budget better than James Craig does, huh? (laughs) That was a very polite no. (laughs) We're gonna broom, we're gonna broom the health department and we're gonna broom unemployment. Cause here, I'm gonna I'm going to defend this administration for a moment. Cause we have to be honest. That's what we do here. Facebook. This bureaucracy in Michigan is rotten. It's fetid. It's been falling apart for decades. They inherited it, had no idea. Really, well, and Whitmer's been up there for 14 years, so it's her tell. So they do know how bad it is. But a pandemic hits, nothing works. What are they supposed to do? You know what I expected them to do, Steve? It's real simple. Just tell me the goddamn truth. And we'll go from there. We're adults. Just tell me the truth. And change your mind. What? When, when thing when you have new data and things change, be able to adapt and change. Tell the people. Yeah. yeah. You know what's interesting, Steve? T- tell me if I'm I'm wrong because you're a legislator. Wasn't there legislation that came up last summer creating separate facilities like COVID only and non-COVID nursing homes? Absolutely. We had special COVID uh, COVID hubs throughout the state of Michigan, so that way, because look, you have somewhere to put people. Uh, so we had those. And we actually had legislation that would instruct the governor to say, look, you can't put COVID positive patients into nursing homes. You have to put them into these hubs. And she vetoed that legislation. It just makes no sense. 
I mean, I think a lot of us were sitting there just scratching our heads wondering, what are you thinking here? This is not Republican or Democrat. This is just kind of common sense. We don't know a lot of things about the virus, but the one thing we know is the elderly is the most vulnerable population. That's when you got to protect the most. It just made no sense. And I, I still don't get it. And I just recall citing data. I won't be bullied. This is science and data. It did not exist. Do not be tricked by the spin. Right. Huh? She earned a pair of buffs from all that supposed data she was putting out. For those who don't know what buffs are, very, exp- very expensive glasses. Un- unconscionable. <laughs> thank, thank you. I'm exhausted. <laughs> and you know what else? You know what I learned, Steve? How disgusting Lansing is. Here's what I did learn this. There's a little triangle. It goes media, political parties, public relations. And they all keep swapping chairs, right? You're a reporter. Now you're a spokesperson. You're a spokesperson. Now you're going to work for the government being a spokesperson. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. And that's, you know, when Trump ran talking about the swamp, I think that's what he was talking about is it's the same people that are filling all these positions, calling all these shots, and they just get shuffled from one section to the next. I mean, you look at our broken unemployment agency, the former director there that got let go is now in charge of some other entity in the state. Like, well, you completely screwed things up and yet we're going to have you lead something else. It, but that's how it is. No one truly gets fired. They just shuffle the deck and put people in different places. They can't spend a week without a check. You want to talk conspiracy? Here's conspiracy. You, you were counting. You knew it. You stopped it. I got all the documents. The governor's office, when, when Cuomo got in trouble, was very interested in a real number. All that's coming. All of that's going to come. But here's what I know. Remember that boob, that Ichabod craney dope? What was his name? Robert Gordon? Oh, yeah. The former head yeah. of the Health and Human Service? That guy, yeah. yeah. Dope. January, yeah. What a dope. Hey, dude, you're a dope, and I'm coming for you. Because that, that was my people's people. You know what he's doing right now, Steve? I don't. He's awaiting confirmation by the United States Senate for a job in the United States Department of Health and Human Services. I vote. I'm imploring all of you in Washington, kick this guy's ass at a curb. He's a bum. Well, yeah. You look at Jennifer Granholm, right? What she did to our state, and now she's running the energy department in D.C. I mean, that's just how this, this gig works, apparently. You don't actually have to be good at your job. You just got to go to the same parties as everyone and they just find a new job for you. Well, here's the thing, Steve. So you're not running for re-election anymore. So n- now this is just me and you. Nobody's listening. Just you tell me the truth, bro. <laughs> Do you believe the election was stolen from Trump? You know, I, I don't think stolen is the right word. I think there are some issues, obviously, that happened in Detroit. I think the Detroit city clerk uh, has failed at her job for years and years. Um, and there should be accountability there. Yeah, but I, I don't see the evidence to show. Oh, why he did it. Threat. He did it. He did it. He said it. I don't see it. But you had to do all that crap, <laughs> right? Look, because you got to remember, you got to remember, dude. He's a smooth politician. What you, what you don't know about me, what, what my friends out there are watching is I was actually a precinct captain at TCF. I was the guy taking the absentee ballots and scanning them in and making sure they weren't fraudulent. I was doing it as a reporter because I know how bad Detroit's been, you know, for a decade. I, here's my famous line. Um, if you want to live forever, register to vote in Detroit. That's right. But be warned, you're going to die waiting for them to count your vote. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I was there. No, none of this bullshit happened. And if it was, I would have reported it. 
Easiest Pulitzer Prize in the world. <laughs> this one, the nursing home, I don't want no prizes, but this was the hardest Pulitzer Prize in the world. Yes. I never gave up on you, and I want you all to know, Republican or not, whether he looks like he's in a mugshot or not, <laughs> you say what you want, the guy didn't give up. Now, I've, I've talked to Steve, oh, full disclosure, because I got to talk to people as a reporter. Right. I know it was worrisome, Steve. I know this was hard. I know there was a bunch of pressure, but I can vouch for this much. You were good for the struggle. You did your job. And I'll leave it at that. I don't know if you're sleeping with your sister-in-law or, you know, no, that's a, that's a Chatfield joke. Holy crap. Oh, it did not land. Yeah, at all. Land at all. I know. I didn't know. I'm just, I got to make a joke, man. It landed with me. I, I got a nickname it. for that guy. Lee Chatfield. Yeah. Yeah. The creeper of the house. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to laugh. You know? But uh, let me get back to it. He has a very good There's politician face. You did the people good. You did the people good, dude. And I'm never, yes. I'm never ever going to forget this this little time that I that I did get to know you as a professional. Well, I appreciate those kind words, uh, but we're not done. I mean, there still needs to be accountability for these decisions. So, uh, are you going to call the feds in? The data. Once, wait, well, once, once you do your work, and I think we all know where this is going to go. Are you going to call for the feds because we're not going to get anything out of Nestle? She, oh, by the way, Madam Nessel, you said there there seems to be no reason to conduct an investigation. Here it is. Yeah, all, yeah. all the reason right here. All the reason. I mean, Dana Nessel's not going to do an investigation, but quite frankly, I don't trust the feds either. I mean, we've oh, yeah. seen that Biden's going to have Governor Whitmer's back. I mean, so I, I mean, I know Pete Lucido in Macomb County. Uh, he's the prosecutor there. He's talked about doing something like this. He might be our best option at this point. I don't know. Uh, as we follow the data. I mean, I'd love for the feds to do an investigation, but quite frankly, I just don't trust them. Remember, they tried. That's just a very that's kind of cynical, though. Like you just don't expect them to do just we'll, because we'll of see. Because oh, by the way, Ms. Nessel, watch this. Yeah, hey, watch this. Ready? Yours is coming next week. Mm -mm. I got dropping a big bomb on Flint. You'll see it in the yeah. Guardian, dun, and you're dun, aware dun, we're dun. doing it. There's a big one there. You you screwed the poo. This is a mess. It's coming next week, folks. Everything's coming. We're working our ass off down here. Uh, can I ask a quick question? No. Okay. <laughs> but I'm going to ask it anyway. <laughs> After if investigations, feds, all that come in here, there's wrongdoing found. What can the people expect to see as penalty, punishment, or repercussions behind this? Well, I mean, there's a couple things here it's very possible that they followed the, the law. I mean, the law requires these facilities to self-report. They did. The law didn't require anything more. So it is possible that the department followed the law, but then was intentionally misleading people, which may be immoral, but not against the law, meaning we can't actually do anything criminal there. Uh, I do believe that it's intentional misleading what they did. I think in the court of public opinion, they should be held accountable but so we, we got to see if there's any laws broken on this. Obviously, as we delve into the report, we go from there. The legislature, we're not prosecutors. We're not judges. We can't do anything official against them in that regard. But hopefully we can highlight the abuses in those who do have those levers of power that they can get involved. Okay. Well, I say this. It's their election of duty minimum. And yeah, uh, you know, you don't think, folks, you kept... You know, jabbing me. Where you at, man? Where you at with that investigation? I go, <laughs> I know where it's coming. You don't think, you don't think I've laid out an outline for the next three months on this? 
Do you really think by now I just cold cocked? Oh, it's coming. You know, I got the docs. Whitmer knows. I can't believe it's been a year since I asked. And your whole strategy in the end was to rip the accountant counting? Okay, here it comes. Get ready. Since no one else wants to do it. Right, folks? Okay, good. All right, Steve, we're going to move on because I could do this, and I do do this, all night long. I'm exhausted. I've been on, I've just been talking and digging and talking some more and reading and calculating for like a couple straight days. So that's why I'm, I'm nuts. I haven't gotten any sleep. Um, I want you to watch this next. You want to you hang for the show or you got to go? I can hang for a little bit while. while All right, I watch this. Uh, this a very important message. Ready? This, this is brought to you by our sponsor, American Coney Island. This is an original, Steve. Go ahead. Let's roll. Wait a minute. Whoa. Have you seen, you watch football, don't you, dude? Oh, absolutely. Okay, you seen those Johnny Depp commercials? A Savage. Johnny's playing guitar in the desert for whatever reason. <laughs> with wolves. He's cuddling with wolves. You've seen that? Yes. Yes, Savage. We like to call this one Sausage. I don't know why I'm in the desert in my underpants. I don't know why these wolves are following me. But I need sausage. The moon is high. The clubs are closed. And the beast needs to be fed. Sausage. I look in my fridge, oh my, what do I see? Sausage, a good wiener is hard to find, so make sure you treat it kind. Sausage. You may run with a pack, but everything ain't meant to be said. Sausage. No need to cross the desert. No need to cross eight miles. Who these wolves be? Get back, bitch. Sausage. Order a Coney kit directly to your door at AmericanConeyIsland.com. I love the hard sell at the end. What'd you think, Steve? Slightly disturbing. <laughs> I think it makes me hungry. If know. you look at him closely, it's it's a, just an uncanny resemblance him and Johnny Depp. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. What do you think, Red? Uh, what I think is is Johnny needs to watch out. I'm coming for him. <laughs> okay, look here, um, folks. I yes, I had COVID. I'm over COVID. Thank you for your thoughts and prayers. Mind your own business. I didn't ask for any thoughts and prayers. I'm just kidding, of course. You're kind people, but you know what I was doing. Here's what I was doing, right out my window. I said to myself, look at Dave out there. Dave, the garbage man. Dave, the essential worker. You guys remember guys like Dave? Oh, yeah, yeah. we love them. Some people still got signs in their yards. We love Dave. <laughs> but not so many people think about guys like Dave anymore. We're too busy making more garbage. Our trash bins are overflowing with Amazon scrap. We're too busy pointing fingers to give guys like Dave a hand. I first said hello to Dave about two years ago when the original coronavirus was upon us, when we all locked ourselves in our homes, scared of the unknown plague. 
I noticed from my upstairs window then that Dave and his truck mate were wearing plastic gloves. You know, the thin kind they wear at Chipotle when they handle your burrito. Yep. The gloves were in tatters, more like toilet paper bits stuck to their hind ends than they were medical protection for their hands. <laughs> they also wore no masks because there were no masks available then, remember? Yeah. Yeah. So I gave them some gloves and masks and we took a picture and Dave's ex-wife later sent me a thank you message on Facebook. Dave's got kids, you see. Since then, we've been through half the Greek alphabet with coronavirus variants. You got the alpha, the beta, the gamma. You got the lesser known cousins, the lambda, the mu, the nu. We skipped the letter nu and the letter chi. According to the World Health Organization, nu would be too confusing since it sounds just like the English word nu. And Kai is spelled X-I, and that's a common last name in Wuhan, which might give offense to the supreme leader of China, Kai Jinping. Feel me? Yeah. And so here we are at Omicron. And even the Greeks are bitching that we don't pronounce it correctly. <laughs> Everybody's mad at some shit. <laughs> One constant through it all has been good old Dave. If Dave has a fear in the world, he doesn't show it out there humping the overflowing trash cans, the discarded couches, and the ellipticals. I don't know if Dave's vaccinated, and I don't really care. It's none of my business. He's just out there earning his bread. The essential man, as free as it gets anymore. He was a veritable runner of the woods. And meanwhile, I'm entombed upstairs, still in my underpants mid-morning, staring out the window at Dave. <laughs> I'm sick of COVID for the second time in less than a year. In between infections, I got a double shot of the Moderna. They told me it may have saved my life. I tell them it wasn't even that bad the first time around. Even so, my wife follows me around the house with a can of Lysol. <laughs> Upset with my breathing. You know what she says? Why? Stop it. Stop it. In and out. It's so repetitive. Stop the breathing. Stop breathing. <laughs> she might be aiming at something else there. Right. <laughs> I'm so tired of the pandemic. I can't sleep. I can't think. I don't bother to shave. I got the COVID fatigue. I mean, I'm starting to crumble. I'm an emotionless mummy embalmed in cheap Cabernet. <laughs> Pants don't even fit. I want to make a break for it but I know I have to stay in the quarantine because it's the right thing to do. What are the latest guidelines now anyway? Anybody? Five days alone? 10 days? Mark's wife making me take a COVID test? Where do you get a COVID test? How will I know if I'm still infected? It's so bad. The federal government, two years into this thing, doesn't have any tests. And you got to go creeping around like me and Red, like it's some kind of back alley dope deal just to find one. I read some, I watch TV more, the politicos and the epidemiologists and the vaccine deniers and the head-washing scolds all blur together in a nutty soup of befuddlement. Now here comes Albert Borla. Is that how you pronounce this dude's name? I don't know. <laughs> this Albert Bula on my TV, he's the CEO of Pfizer telling me two shots of his wonder drug aren't enough to fight the disease after all. Just a few months ago, he told me the vaccine would be 100% effective against hospitalizations. 100%! Now he says three shots offer, quote, reasonable protection against hospitalizations and deaths. And then he says he's unsure, quote, if there's even a need for a fourth booster. Ali B promises the people and his investors 
that a new Omicron vaccine will be available by the spring. But remember, by that time, other experts are telling me on the other cable station that the virus may have moved on, having mutated into the Pi variant or the Rho <laughs> variant or the Sigma variant. And as it turns out, Sigma is my favorite letter in the Greek alphabet. Right? Why? Just because it looks cool. Oh, okay. And I might get a tattoo of it if it goes that far. <laughs> well, who really knows? Not some members of the United States Supreme Court who heard arguments last week over Biden's vaccine mandate, which, by the way, gone. Conservative Justice Neil Gorsuch asked, what's the big deal with COVID when the common flu kills, quote, hundreds of thousands of people a year? Actually, the flu kills between 10 and 50,000 people a year, according to the CDC. I thought everybody in America knows that by this point. Not to be outdone. Liberal Justice Sonia Sotomayor claimed, quote, we have over 100,000 children, which we've never had before, in serious condition, and many on ventilators. Not exactly. The number of kids in the hospital is more like 3,000, and it's not, it's not even sure if they're hospitalized with COVID, because of COVID. Okay, get it, federal data, <laughs> details. <laughs> Remember, these are supposed to be some of the smartest people in the land. They ultimately decide if essential workers like Dave get fired if he refuses the vaccine or Debbie the nurse or Bruno the blackjack dealer. And remember, gambling's essential business in America, <laughs> right? If sports radio's got anything to do with it. Yeah, exactly. Right. If the Supreme Court justices can't keep it straight, how do they expect the rest of us to get it? It's all so confusing. Football stadiums are packed. And yet they're breathing all over the unvaccinated players. <laughs> and still Aaron Rodgers is playing like an MVP. <laughs> the airports were jammed over the holidays. Gas stations, if you've noticed, stopped giving me the free hand sanitizer. Right. <laughs> Has the government done anything? Back to Michigan. The old people are still dying. The report that Steve's talking about ended in July, remember, at six months old. What is the plan to make nursing homes livable? All I know is this. I can't wait for this to be over. I can't wait for the omega of the pandemic. Right? Mm -hmm. The last one. But until then, look up, Dave. That's me waving from the upstairs window in my new Amazon bathrobe. I love you, man. Big shouts out to all the Daves of the world. We love you and appreciate you. Now remember, Dave, you work hard, bro. Hear that? Security investment, Dave. You don't know that pension going to be there. Got to look out for yourself. Got to make smart decisions. Dave's a garbologist. The doctor of detritus. <laughs> His expertise is not finance. That's Luke Nowacki's. It is. I, I, I talk to Luke Nowacki all the time. He's what's, good with numbers. What's going on with the Fed? How many, how many times the Fed's going to raise interest rates this year? What's that mean for mortgage rates? What's that mean for the stock market? Going to go up, going to go down. Bitcoin. 
I'm out there doing bit stars on Facebook for Red. I can't even send them stars. I'm sending them asterisks. Thank you. I appreciate that, too. And char- bit stars for Charlie Coin? That's the kind of advice you get from Luke Lewacki, man. Save your money. Send him some asterisks. Yeah. Certain out there. Don't go it alone. Call Luke Nowacki at 248-663-4748 for sound, financial, personal advice. Very smart, man. Luke Nowacki, 248-663-4748. You're welcome, Luke. That was a savage, savage spot. Okay. I, I just want to let you know, Charlie, I can't pay for a damn thing with the Master Sars you sent me, uh, but I appreciate that. Supposed to hold them. Don't worry oh. about it. When Facebook <laughs> collapses, dude, that shit going to be money. Here, here's when you do the share, 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 and uh, go on uh, YouTube and all that. That's right. Make sure y'all share, share, share the live. Uh, at least one share per person, I say. And don't forget, you can also check us out on YouTube at No BS News Hour, as well as on Facebook at No BS News Hour, as well as follow Charlie LaDuff on his page to catch the show as well, and all podcast streaming sites to catch the podcast. And are we going to call Karen or no? No, let's not. Well, we should at least tell people, right? No, I'm saying, like, now yeah, Karen Karen broke a foot. Pretty, pretty bad. Pretty badly. Yeah. So she's laying in bed high on Percocets. Oh, is that what it is? Because I talked to her earlier this morning just to see how she's doing, and she goes, I just took another dose. I'm about to take a nap. <laughs> but she sounded miserable that she had, the sur- she had to have surgery. That's pretty amazing that she had to have surgery, but miserable that she's stuck in bed. But I think the, I think the Percocet's going to help. Hey, Mark, yeah, I was about to say, I'm pretty sure after the Percocet, all that misery just melts away. Red, I'm thinking about breaking my own feet. <laughs> well, you know, Red knows all this. Red, you know, Percocet, opioids, uh, rabbit tests. He's an amateur, te- uh, he's an amateur uh, pharmacist. For the record, Red did not actually jack no. a delivery truck behind a, behind a nursing home. But I... I I'm sure said, somebody. Said you even have to say that. Uh, yeah. uh, thank you, because I could see my inbox blowing up after the show. <laughs> uh, okay, look here. Like here's here's when I wrote that story about Dave. All of a sudden, I got a weirdo group of people, conservatives, which is cool. Okay, I know why conservatives are conservatives because you're conservative, but you're a slave to an ideology now. And and you're not wrong about what you're seeing in life, but you're giving a piece of yourself away. Right? You want to believe the team, even when the team's lying for you. So the Gorsuch thing I read, right? Mm-hmm. He says, hundreds of thousands of people get the flu every year. Why don't we mandate a vaccine for the flu? And you want to come to me with COVID. That's the intellectual thought. A couple days later, this official transcript of the Supreme Court gets edited because Gorsuch is getting flamed on social media, as is Sotomayor, because you know you would think... They're making decisions of our lives. They would at least know as much as us. But they don't because they're political. Mm -hmm. They are now. They sure the fuck are. So that goes around. Look at dummy. He doesn't even know that it's really just 10 to 50,000. So the Supreme Court in an or Go ahead. And it's both sides, too, as you pointed out. Fuck yeah, it is. It's not just him. Only one side, and that's come on inside to the big tent. That's the only side. Mm -hmm. I'm down with y'all. Okay, but... He's so embarrassed, the Supreme Court actually goes into the transcript, comes out with the official transcript, and, oh, I didn't say hundreds of thousands. I said hundred comma thousand. I said uh, hundreds, thousands of people get the flu every year, which makes no intellectual sense. Why would you be arguing, why don't we have a mandate for vaccines for a flu that kills hundreds of people as opposed to a 
a, a, a virus that killed a million people. Doesn't make any sense. But people won't get off of it. It's the right wing bullshit. It's the same as the left wing bullshit. And by the way, you prick. The guy out there, I know who you are. You think it's funny now, huh? You can put my name up on your Twitter? Huh? I know where you work. You're mocking the death of old people. Now you're calling this shit political hackery. Do it one more time, motherfucker. Lefty. Prick. We don't like you. We don't like you smart-ass rich boys sweating gravy and uh, what's the, what, cholesterol. That's what you look like with your picture. You're sweating. With your muscle. You don't got no muscle, man. You got no muscle in between your head. All right. So these dopes. Come on, man. No, he didn't say that. Yeah, did. Okay, so you know what we did? I got the clip. Play the clip. This is what, this is what conservative justice Neil Gorsuch said when trying to decide what we have to do with our bodies. This is how informed he is. We have flu vaccines. The flu kills, I believe, hundreds of thousands of people every year. OSHA's never purported to regulate on that basis. Okay, let's play it again. He said of. We have flu vaccines. The flu kills, I believe, hundreds of thousands of people every year. OSHA's never purported to regulate on that basis. We I didn't hear of. Did y'all hear of? I heard yes. of. Yeah. I heard of, but you didn't hear of. You know why? Big Brother told you not to hear of. You're, by the way, these, these people that lead you, that are tweeting and writing stuff, they're twats. I know them. I work with them. They're soft. They're not in the real world. None of them even wanted to walk into a nursing home or you challenge the number. They're twats. So here's what we did for you. We slowed it down. We blew it up. Here's the f first of all, put on the put on the picture. A comma in the English language implies we have flu vaccines. Stop. Flu kills. A pause. Comma means pause. So there wouldn't be anything with this comma. There would be no noise between hundreds, thousands. Right? Who speaks like that? By the way, apparently Gorsuch. Yeah. Okay. Let's put up the picture. We got the picture. Yeah. Let me see. You guys see the, the white part? For those of you listening, go to Facebook, go to YouTube, go to... Okay. We have, have taken the part between hundreds and thousands, and we've magnified it. Look at the sound waves. That's not silence. Yeah, right in the middle there, there's a little bop. That's the, that's the of. That's the squiggles. That's the of or the, so you know, the comma. Yeah. Somehow he said hundreds, comma, thousands. <laughs> Okay, so there's the sound wave. We've slowed it down for you. Let's see if he actually said anything in there. Hundreds. Do it again. What do you, what do you mean? Hundreds. One more time. Hundreds. Hundreds of thousands. Stop it's a it. game, man. It's annoying. Stop it. It's annoying. Anybody out there want to challenge? Go ahead. Hit me up because we're not even looking at comments. But go ahead. It's hundreds of thousands. So what? So Sotomayor didn't try to correct it. I mean, it's possible he misspoke. Why not just say that? Right? No, no, no because he didn't I mean, do his research. So remember, there's no, Justin Stephen Breyer as right? well, right? Yeah. You know what he said? Well, just yesterday, 750 million people contracted COVID in the United States. Wow, we got it. What people got it more than tw more than twice? You got right? it twice. We got right. 334 million people in this country. So what was say? That's why we can't find a COVID test. 
<laughs> That's ridiculous. What was he trying to say? 750,000. He had a two zeros. Okay. Who would make such a mistake unless you're just a guy cramming for an exam the night before yeah. and you don't really understand what you're talking about and yet you're making these decisions? Hold them accountable. Yeah. Okay, shall we move on? It's hundreds of thousands, period. You don't like it? Drop me as a friend. <laughs> you know what? Thousands more are dead in the nursing homes. Told you. Drop me as a friend. Report me. Hey, weasel. I'm coming for you. Stop reporting us. And, and, and the reporters should really be shamed because you should be pissed off. You should be tired of being lied to. Treat it like a child who can't handle the truth because that's really how they coming at us. Instead of just being straightforward and saying, hey, I'm human. I fucked up. My bad. Misspoke. This is what I meant to say. They come back with all this bullshit. You should be more pissed than, at them than trying to be pissed at us for bringing you the truth. Well, I'm just good. saying. Not only that, it's uh, good for business if you're a reporter and you bust somebody. Yeah, and you can't say you did know. Yeah. Because when Hertel went before Johnson, mm -hmm. after we presented our findings, which started this whole audit, Hertel went up there to basically say our findings were untrue, right? That these self-reported numbers would obviously be correct. Why would they have any reason not to report accurate numbers? Besides the fact we could find out you're a death factory or you could be fined by the federal government, or it's just fucking embarrassing. No, they didn't have to. <laughs> exactly right. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you know what? I went back. I got them all, motherfuckers. They're actually, when I wrote the original report, nobody bothered to even, only one, Bridge Magazine, even bothered to check what we did. It was like crickets. And then when Hertel said what we said was untrue, I'm showing up like in the Associated Press by name. Yeah. Yeah, she called him a liar. Like, there's LaDuff. Retract it, dude. Or next time, call me. There's no re reason to uh, retract because she did say that. And you bought it. Now what are you going to do? I can't wait for you to move over there. Expose yourself. Because CNN sucks. And Fox sucks. And these newspapers, you can't read them. Yeah. And they've all picked a side. Whatever happened to the old school? I'm old school. That's how I like my journalists. <laughs> Literally. I got a cramp right. patting myself on the back. <laughs> Literally patting yourself on the back. Oh. Better watch it. Facebook going to get you for that self-abuse. Yeah, hey, Facebook, you too, dude. It was all, <laughs> it's all true. I understand what Zuckerberg's doing. He got three billion people. He's, he's yeah. cranking oh, out yeah. money, and he uncorked it all. <clears throat> and he doesn't want them to, like, make him go away. So, you know. They don't know how to fix it now either. That's the funny thing. By the way, pull all their shit down, Zuckerberg, because they were wrong. That was fake information. The mainstream in this state gave us fake information for two years. And they can't say they didn't have an inkling because I was out there. Come on. Now it's here. Or put one of them lame-ass video Ooh. tags on these shit. <laughs> Check for correct COVID uh, data. <laughs> Watch me go now. How come y'all didn't join me? Oh, too much I, work. Oh, I see. Is he's go along with it. It's a lot of work. Pansies. Okay, look. Okay, let me, let me say this. Um, I asked David Hall to just give me one of his TV spots because they're okay. pretty good. Mm -hmm. David, send it. <laughs> or, or unless you want Red to do a commercial for you. Here, go ahead, do this one. Spice uh, oh, that up. Oh, oh, spice this up here. All yeah, right. Boy. 
Hall Financial, it's a new year and mortgage rates are likely to increase soon. Act now. What? I said it's a new year and mortgage rates are likely to increase soon. Mortgage rates are likely to increase soon. They've already been ticking up. That's that's very important. Yeah, yeah but but that's the LIBOR, and that's you know that that's for, for government bonds. We're talking about a set rate. You mean you mean mortgage rates? Mortgage rates, yeah, absolutely. They've already ticked up a bit. But the feds are now going to start bumping up the daily. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. got to get some of that money back. So go ahead, man. This is very serious. Yeah, back to the cast. This is house. your chance to refinance and lock in a low rate. You need to call Hall Financial right now. Not tomorrow, right not now. yesterday, right now. Right now. With the free. When the show ends. Don't do it right now. Well, yeah, when the show ends. No, go, you can do it now. It's cool. Oh, yeah, just hit pause. And yeah, 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 hit pause. You can come right. back. They're They're so so yeah. we'll, we'll fix this in post. I, okay. <laughs> and get started with a free five-minute mortgage review. In as little as five minutes, Hall Financial can take a look at your financial situation and help you lower your monthly payment. Now, who don't need more money in their pocket every month? I know I do. My boogie calls. I'm going to name my kid that. I'm going to name my kid Mo. Mo Money. (laughs) Mo Money. (laughs) At Hall Financial, their number one priority is client service with over 4,000 five-star reviews. You know how many that is? Four times five? Carry the one. 13 in Whitmer math. <laughs> <laughs> and just think of it like this. You'll eat at a place with a one-star rating, so why wouldn't you go see somebody with a five-star rating about your money? Okay. Uh, where was I? Uh, why would you go anywhere hey, Red, else? This is designed that to be a 30-second read. That was in the next line. Why would you go anywhere else? Not only is Hall Financial going to treat you like family, but they can also close your loan in eight business days or less. They are the fastest in the industry. Get started today. Call 1-866-CALL-HALL or chat with them online at callhallfirst.com. Again, that's callhallfirst.com, Hall Financial. Yeah, let's get that video from David. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, that's what you get, Dave. <laughs> oh, wow, really, Charlie? You could have told me he was going to use me as a threatening piece. <laughs> Let's get to the last bit of news, what we're working on, what you need to know locally, Detroit City, and then we're going to say goodbye. Number one, the city of Detroit spent over $4 million on COVID testing kits Meaning in bulk, it's thirty-seven dollars a kit. You can get them. You can get them for twelve fifty at CVS. And cheaper than that online, you know, for like ten. So how the fuck is that? So you know, I make a few calls around there. And he's buying in bulk. Yeah, and you know it's what? Ridiculous. When they when they send the the particulars to the city council, it says no bid documents available. Supplied. So I, I call, I call up there. I call. It's on a, brand. I call the council. I'm like, what's up with this? You know, that's a that's a that's a. Really good question. I don't. I'm gonna look into that. I go. I said I can. I can do the FOIA from the procurement department, but they know how to dick me around for six months. So yeah, I'll look into that. I'll get back to you. Ham got back to me. I'm shocked. It's the brokest ass city in the country, and it's thirty seven dollars for a single test. That's ridiculous. You are raping the people. This is fact. Truth. Fact. Coming, Mike. Number two. Do we have a donate button somewhere? Uh, we do, yeah, on the website. Which is what's the website called? Oh, you know what the website is, right? Oh, no, bsnewshour.com. Yeah. There's a there's a donate button. If you got anything, and I know the interest rates are going up, 
help me. I, I contacted the United States Department of Treasury. We are going to conduct our own independent random soil analysis. What the city used in hundreds of millions of dollars of federal money, what they put in the holes. Red? I get to put my spacesuit back out and go test. Remember? Yeah. Remember you went and yes. your neighborhood was poisoned? Yes. And I, I got a hold of Treasury. I said, where are we at? And they said, Mike, listen to me. We don't comment on investigations. It's still on. And I'm going to make sure, like we did with the nursing homes, we're getting that answer. I got your kneecap. Bro. Dom, da, dom, dom. Finally. Detroit had 309 homicides last year. They like to report a little reduction. That's nice. It's still way over what it was in 2019. Right? It's still violent. Here's what I found out. Those are criminal homicides. What does that mean? There's also justifiable homicide. The FBI allows police departments to not include justifiable homicides in their homicide count. For instance, you own a liquor store, a guy put a fucking shotgun to your head, you dropped him. Yeah. Okay? Somebody broke in your house, you dropped him. It's justifiable. You come in my house, I'm dropping you. Just know that. Okay. Okay. That's true American fashion okay. right there. Last year, Detroit, they didn't report this to you, had 31 <laughs> justifiable homicides. One-tenth of all the homicides had been removed from the count. Wow. wow. Okay? This is interesting. What does this mean? It means either they're cooking the homicide numbers or there is no faith that the Detroit police will get there to help you, so you got to drop fucking people. Wow. Either way, it's no good. No. Right? No, both numbers are too high. And we deserve better. Yes. Now, you guys out there, for instance, Baltimore had two. Justifiable? Yeah. That's it? Yeah. Okay. Here, here's the big one. You can all Google it. In the year 2020, nationwide reported, nationwide, 334 million. How many justifiable uh, homicides do we have in America? 405. Wow. So. Meaning. 8%. Meaning you're 50 times more likely to have to kill somebody to protect yourself in Detroit than in an average American spot. It's, God, it's one per million. I shouldn't say I'm surprised. In not, Detroit, it's 50 per million. That's awful. But I don't know why I'm not surprised by that. See, you should be surprised by that. I'm horrified by it. The country's nuts. Yeah. You know, I mean, like Baltimore's wild. Mm -hmm. You know, we got more than New York City, L.A., yeah. Phoenix, New Orleans, Houston, mm -hmm. Chicago. Yeah, thirty-one. Whoa, that's real hooch. Somebody look into it. We're gonna look into it. Yeah. That ain't it. Ain't new. No, bro. This is like Whitmer math again. We can't do. You know. You know how Whitmer. Does her math? Right. She asked Duggan to do it. <laughs> we see how that works out. And Dana Nessa, don't forget that Flint thing's coming next week. Don't forget the guy that put the deal together, the lawyer, Dave Masseron, goes to work for Mike Duggan after the Flint poisoning, and then he goes to work for Gretchen Whitmer as the budget director. No, 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 no. That's it. Sayonara. I'll see you next week. Deuces. Get well, Karen. Love you. Now you can. Get well. She's not watching. <laughs> no, she's not. I checked. <laughs>
just please fix the shit. <laughs> <laughs>